Hi, it's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas moving along right here on the Thursday afternoon. And uh, well, let's go down to Marble Falls area uh, and talk to uh, former Baylor quarterback Brad Gable standing by. Brad, who is uh, well known in that area in the real estate as a real estate broker. Brad, have you closed any deals this very afternoon? I what I don't want to do is hold you up on that. I don't want to. I don't want to be interrupting a uh, uh, any any kind of uh, deals that may be going down. Hey, Matt, I pushed them all till tomorrow so I could talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I know. <laughs> gun, I got my dad's car wide open. Oh, I love it. I love it. And, uh, I, I've met some people that, um, you know, in the Metroplex that have homes there uh, in that area. I, I've loved that area for many years around Horseshoe Bay and all of that. O.S. Hawkins is one of them. A holy man. Uh, you know, the oh, yeah. uh, the uh, the noted yeah. former uh, Dallas pastor. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see O.S. He's playing golf out there at Escondido and uh Great guy. There's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of Baylor people down here, and uh, we uh, we love it. It's uh, kind of a nice slice of heaven down here in the hill country on Lake LBJ. He I like how he says it, Escondido. I mean, he just really he adds <laughs> something to it. And then if you've ever you know you've probably been with OS after the deal. Now he's a pastor, so he's not going to be drinking anything after his round. But he'll kind of ease down in his chair real far and put his feet up on the table, maybe. And he is quite the storyteller. Now he's a TCU Horn Frog, but we still. Uh, we still like OS. I'm sitting here, by the way, Brad, looking at the picture of you we're going to use today, the graphic. And, man, the, the throwing style you had. I mean, this was, this was uh, you got the arm, the other, your, your left uh, hand out where it needs to be. You're about to deliver it. Now, the only thing you might not like about this <laughs> is it's a black and white photo. And you didn't play that long ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, times have sure changed, haven't they? <laughs> That's right. You know, you know, that was probably you know one of the only about ten or twenty passes that we'd probably throw a game. So uh, you know, they do that in a quarter now. <laughs> yeah, isn't that amazing? I mean, you're that freshman year. You really did put up big numbers, and uh, and some of that was kind of by necessity. And and I'm sure you kind of thought, oh my gosh, next year I'll throw for whatever four thousand yards, three thousand yards. That's what's crazy about these routes now. Back then, uh, if you were like fifty-two, fifty-three percent for the season, you know, it's like okay, it's pretty good. That's okay. That's okay accuracy. And now, Brad, it was like they'd bench you for doing something like that because these these routes are so. You know, preordained. I mean, it's not like, oh, let's let this happen and let this thing develop. You got four or five players. You know exactly where they're going to be. Has is that a part of the game that you've seen that's that's changed a whole lot over the years? Is just kind of the route structure and 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 yeah. even how quickly the ball comes out. Yeah, it really is. It's they're they're doing so much read and react. You know, these wide receivers are are, are so smart and they're. They're basically seeing what the quarterback's seeing, and they're adjusting to what the defense gives you. So if there's an open zone in there, they're they're shutting it down where we would just run the route. You know, if it's a corner, we'd run the corner or maybe turn it into a comeback. 
Um, you know, the curl was a curl. I mean, it was pretty much this is what you ran. You know, it didn't do a whole lot. I mean, if you wanted to change the play, you would audible at the line of scrimmage. Now, there's, you know, there's multiple routes and things that can happen on one play just by what the defense gives you. So it's it's a lot of fun for a quarterback. It's a lot of fun for a wide receiver. And, you know, I'm seeing it starting with these young kids running the, these, this Pop Warner football and seven-on-seven, seven. Even, even these video games. I mean, what an advantage these kids have today to be able to see this stuff and and – you know, play these, I play my son's Madden game. And I mean, they, they're learning so much just from that right there. And then they're going out to seven on seven and these spread offenses. I mean, wow. And they're, and you're seeing these quarterbacks that move through college and take it to the next level. And, and the Patrick Mahomes and the, the Josh Allens. I mean, that's why they're so good. Yeah, it's amazing. I heard you talking about your kids um, in your speech for the Hall of Fame. You've got a rodeo daughter, uh, and she was into barrel racing, and I think your son was playing a lot of baseball. Did uh, and, and I believe his name's Gage. You correct me if I got that wrong. Yep. Did did uh, uh, is is have you pushed him to or, or not push is the right word, but have over the years have you tried to kind of teach the quarterback position, or is he still? focused a lot on baseball how have you handled that with uh with with your son well it's a good question um you know my my dad never really pushed me much and uh you know i'm kind of just taking it easy with him he's loving baseball right now we're, we're playing a lot of baseball he's in select baseball and uh we're gradually kind of starting into the football stuff we throw the football just about every day in the yard and uh he'll be in the seventh grade next year. So I think he's kind of getting his old appetite to where he's thinking that football might be uh, something that he wants to do next year. And, and we're doing a little bit of flag football and he's, he's coming into his own. He's got a, he's going to be a good sized kid, good athlete, and he's got a great arm and he's just got a good demeanor, um, you know, real calm out there. And um, I think, I think there's going to be uh, some future there for him and <laughs> can't wait i'm so excited it's it's just wow a lot of fun. that's going to be so much fun brad gable joining us on the matt mosley show esp in central texas uh i had cody on recently and we we're talking about uh commander cody you know in the in the air squadron or whatever we called them in the poster you kind of inherited cody was on his way out as you were coming in and uh and you but you had some of those wide receivers um, that, that had to be fun. And I think one of them, uh, you mentioned in your hall of fame speech, uh, Bobby Jack Goforth, who was a good friend of yours and may have been a, uh, a roommate. I, it's fun to go back by the way, Brad, and look on YouTube and watch like Matt Clark or Bobby Jack or one of those guys, the way they were run routes. And, um, and even back then, some of those guys were, they did realize, Hey, let's find a soft spot and let's stop this route. Did, did uh, I, I would imagine all that time you and Bobby Jack spent together kind of bled over onto the field, didn't it, as far as always kind of knowing where he would be and, and having that uh, having that great uh, chemistry? Oh, yeah, for sure. We spent a lot of time together, and we talk about that a lot, just, you know, being able to find those those spots in those zones and shut it down and, and uh, then, you know, both seeing the same thing with the defense and, and knowing that, you know, an audible was coming if they were, you know, coming up in the, 
in the blitz uh, blitz look. Um, so a lot of fun with him. You know, obviously Matt Clark, uh, another good one. I think he was uh, honored in the, in the, as a legend this this uh, already this year, and um, just a, just a great bunch of wide receivers. That yeah, Cody had some guys, and and uh, Cotton Davidson, you know, being our quarterback coach, loved him and the offense that we had with him as well. What was it like, uh, Cotton, coming to, to Cuero? And um, I mean, I, you joked about how they had to come down a gravel road, long gravel road to get to you. And Baylor had a, uh, you know, a good track record with finding folks from, from 3A and, and maybe smaller schools. And, and uh, Grant did great out in West Texas, uh, really all parts of Texas. But what do you – was Cotton – I mean, that was a really unique staff, wasn't it? Cotton, Bill Lane. I mean, these were – these were guys that probably could have gone on and and um, had head coaching opportunities. Corky did finally leave and go take UNT, but that staff, to me, Brad was a that was a big story. I mean, whether it be Fredenberg or whoever, they they would get there and they would just stay for years upon years. How how big was that in y'all's success back then? I think it was tremendous. You know, you don't see that today. You know, you have success in these assistant coaches go on move up and they get head jobs but you know grants guys his assistants stayed there i mean we had a for the most part a, a solid staff my whole time there and I, I mean you look back at they were there 20 plus years which you just don't see these days i mean look at the defensive staff fred fredenberg and goodner um smith i mean those guys tremendous coaches um you know cotton uh we had uh duke Duke Christian before that and I mean we just it was just a solid Wade Turner um Bill Lane yeah it was a great group and you know talking about you know their recruiting and uh you know they they would find gyms they would find these guys at you know 2A and 3A schools and um you know that's how they 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 got to me as well you know and you look at some of these Longhorns and uh, that are down here, they they keep giving me a hard time. Like, how are y'all so good? How are y'all so good? I mean, we <laughs> we get the best talent, you know. I was like, yeah, you guys, y'all go out there and get four star and five star guys, and you know they're kind of already done. They've peaked out in high school, or they don't want to play. They're they're somewhat prima donnas, and they're looking to go to the NFL, and they don't want to get hurt. And then you know you got Baylor going out and getting these guys that are two and three star guys that. Um, play hard. They 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 they're fearless, um, and you know they haven't peaked out yet. And it's just amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've got a smile on my face down here. <laughs> Baylor has done so well, and I can't be more proud. Of I like it. Until uh, tell Doctor Hawkins, you know, always bring that up. Although the, the Horn Frogs got his last year, those, those uh, it, it's yeah. amazing that Quero and Dangerfield. I think y'all met up in the in the in the playoffs in eighty. What did that what would that have been eighty six or eighty eighty five? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just you think about mm. Thomas Everett uh, Stutzman. Had I had Steve on recently? He's got a son who's starting at Oklahoma. Uh, it, it just those two schools. I mean, you and Robert came out of Quero. Mims came out of Dangerfield. And when you talk about like those, whether it be East Texas or South Texas, I mean, these were dominant 
you know, high school programs. How much pride did you all take, even when you got to Baylor, in, in where you came from, in those smaller schools but that had such huge success in high school football? We, we took a lot of pride in it. You know, look, Robert Blackman at Van Vleck. I mean, we, we all just seemed to kind of gravitate toward each other. And, you know, we were, we were like the small school guys, but we, you know, we, we played hard and, you know, they're still doing it. You look at these schools like, you know, like Quero, and obviously we had a, lo- a long run there that uh, had, had several kids from Quero that went to Baylor, but there's great athletes in these small school schools. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. You know, it's just a lot of fun to have that pride and tradition. And, you know, you mentioned Quero and uh, I think, you know, you talked about Robert Strait a little bit and how he was just inducted into the, into the Quero, uh, high school hall of fame. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. They, they asked me uh, earlier this year to come down and, and speak to the, to the team there in Quero, um, you know, and they have gobblers, uh, former gobblers come back every week and speak to the team. So it's, it's, it's a tradition. It's, it's a lot of pride for us, former alumni to go back to these small schools and to, to educate these kids and to get them to believe and to, to want to go play college and, uh, you know, go play at Baylor and, and, and be a success. Was Robert like always just massive? Like I kind of remember him at Baylor or do you kind of remember a Robert straight that was a little leaner and a little faster than the guy who, you know, kind of ended his career at Baylor and then tried to go play some in the NFL. He was, uh, he was four years younger than me. So uh, when I was a senior at Quero, he was a freshman. And, you know, typically freshmen don't make the varsity. Well, this, this kid was special. You know, we knew it We knew it when he was in seventh and eighth grade. I mean, I remember being a, a sophomore and junior and, and going to watch him play seventh and eighth grade football. And he, he, was, just, he was just a man among boys then. And uh, he, he was, you know, high jumping like over six feet, you know, in the seventh grade. I mean, this, this guy was just – he was just unbelievable. And so when he was a freshman, he immediately, we got him on the varsity and I mean, he was fast. He was, he could catch the ball. Uh, he was fearless, you know, just had great moves and just phenomenal. I mean, I, obviously he had, you know, great seasons after that, but I remember him as a freshman and, you know, he, he had what I thought was one of the best high school, you, you know, years as a freshman and uh, he just kept on and kept on and um just just a great great player great talent at the time all right so what do you think of saturday's matchup baylor versus oklahoma state and uh, i know you love getting the games when you can you've got your sons playing like you said select baseball you got all that stuff going on by the way did you have any rodeo background at cuero where did your uh, where did your daughter get this barrel racing and, and that kind of thing from did you have to learn that on the fly or did you did you uh did you have a little rodeo background i did not have any rodeo i uh background i we kind of, we grew up out in the country and so um uh, but i never you know rodeo didn't 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 know much about it but her mom was was in the rodeo and so that's where it came from and uh i wish she would have played soccer or softball because rodeo is expensive. <laughs> Dad, you gotta, you gotta have a horse and then you gotta have a backup horse. And then that horse, you know, you need a trailer and you need a truck and you need a, 
uh, a farrier and you need a trainer. Uh, it just, it's never ending. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. She met a lot of great people. I'll never trade it. But if your daughter says she wants a rodeo, you better get the checkbook out. <laughs> yeah, or or even that equestrian now that that seeming yeah. that you know it seems like you could pay some money to do that. And Baylor's had a lot of yeah. success in that area. Okay, uh, so, but you've seen Blake Shapin this season, and and obviously he's got tremendous arm talent, and uh, looks like he's going to be a good one. Oklahoma State has a more experienced quarterback. It feels like he's been there about ten years now. Spencer Sanders. How do you see this one? Right now, Bears, by the way, favored by about two and a half in this game. Not that you and I would ever look at those lines. We're way too Baptist for that. But uh, but favored by two and a half points. How do you um, how do you see this thing shaking out? I, I, it's going to be a tough game. There's no doubt. I think you know they're going to be fired up. Obviously, we we put it on them in the Big Twelve championship game, so they're going to be looking uh, you know having a little revenge for that. Um, they, you know, I, I don't think that they've been tested really, you know, Baylor has been tested, you know, they, they, they lost a tough one up there at BYU and then, and then one in, in Ames. Um, so, you know, I got to give that factor to, to, to the bears, the fact that they've, they've, they've played tougher competition. Um, I like bears, the bears defense. I think it's coming into its own, just like last year, they're running the game solid, um, was worried early about the penalties. They cut those down. They only had three or four in the in the last game. So, um, but you know, offensively, you know, I know that Oklahoma State's gonna they're gonna put some points on the board. So it's it's gonna be a tough it's gonna be a tough game. I, I think it's probably gonna you know be in the twenty you know twenty one to twenty four range. Baylor coming out on top, obviously. Um, I just I like I like Bears being at home. That's going to be the key is having home field advantage, being in Waco with our crowd. Um, I really think that that's going to put us over. Well, I like it. I like the breakdown, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at one of these games. Oh, Matt Clark, by the way, uh, he still he still looks pretty athletic, although. Uh, uh, something he and Cody don't have that you have. Uh, you've got that full head of hair still. <laughs> I don't, maybe their helmet. Maybe their helmet was too tight when they were there at Baylor. I don't know. Maybe my helmet was looser and it didn't rub it all off. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking him if if it made him mad when uh, I was asking Cody when they would bring in uh, the short yardage quarterback. I'm trying to remember if they ever did that to you. Did you and Matt overlap for a year, and would they bring Matt in around the goal line still? Yeah. That in '87, yeah, <laughs> they did. Yeah, my first year, he he was there. He'd come in on the short yard, as they call it, the tandem offense. What was Cody's response when you asked him? I was kind of like, you know, don't draw me into that or something. But I think uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think no he comment, loved it. No, no, I don't think he loved it. I think he admitted it didn't. Yeah, it didn't maybe go over that great. But uh, yeah. but anyway, well, I, um, no I one of these days, what we'll do, uh, Brad, is is do one of these like rewatchable things, and you'll we'll pick a game from your career, and uh, we'll do one where we just uh, we'll do a whole podcast. Wouldn't that be fun? And relive one yeah. of those games. Yeah, and just talk right yeah. through it. 
and uh, I, st- stuff like that. I was just looking back at that 89 season and uh, that, that Texas, you know, beating Texas 50 to 7. What a what a yeah. what a huge moment that was for the Bears after all those years of uh, I don't think people realize that, Brad, how long had it been since they'd won in Austin? Oh, uh Nineteen fifty-seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. To do that, that'd be great. All right. Well, listen, it was fun talking to you. Go close some deals, um, and uh, I hope the I hope that uh, people are 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 those things are going for as much as they are in the Metroplex in Central Texas right now. I hope it's uh, blowing and going because uh, uh, I, I you know we've we've got some interesting stuff going on in the housing market, but. Uh, uh, great to visit with you. Always fun to catch up and hope to see you in person soon. Sounds good, Matt. Thanks for the call. You bet. There he goes. Brad Gable, the uh, former Baylor great, 87 through about uh, 90, and um, played NFL for, oh, was with the Eagles and uh, was in the about five seasons in the NFL and finished up, I think, with Jacksonville. And uh, But he, he had – at least a couple of starts, um, may have had five starts over his career, but played in several games and uh, and actually had a nice uh, little NFL career. Enough, I think, five years get you uh, get you in the uh, retirement, NFL retirement, I would hope. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Campus Confidential.